Hello, my name is Tripp. I'm a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from lust, control, and fear of man. I was raised in a Christian home and came to fully trust in Christ's payment for my sins at a relatively early age. I accepted the gospel based on the deep, innate feeling that I would never be good enough. The goodness and perfection of Christ demonstrated in his sacrificial love on the cross was everything I was not, and I was filled with joy to be able to rely on him rather than myself. Now, Christ has radically transformed my life over time since I put my faith in him, though the path of sanctification and spiritual maturity has not been easy or straight. While much of my childhood was characterized by discipleship and growing in my walk with Christ, the stable, seemingly normal family environment that I'd always known ended as I entered middle school. My father decided to leave our family in pursuit of an affair, and I lost the biggest role model I'd known. Similar in the mix of my family falling apart, I was introduced to pornography. What began as a peaked curiosity quickly evolved into a full-blown addiction. Before I knew it, I couldn't go a day or even half a day without looking at porn. I knew it was wrong, and I carried guilt accordingly, but instead of dealing with my sin, I isolated myself and hid my addiction. Pornography certainly wasn't something that I thought was discussed in church, and, after all, I was a good guy, and good guys who went to church just didn't look at porn. I went on to live the better part of the next 10 years buried under the weight of this hidden sin. I truly wanted to quit and find freedom, but I thought I had to do it on my own, by my own strength and by my own willpower. As I moved into college, I maintained my everything's okay Christian veneer while continuing to struggle with this sin. At the same time, while I was at school and amid my ongoing addiction to porn, I also became increasingly distracted by career prospects and specifically the use of business to elevate myself. I really struggled socially in college and with very few friends and as a result of feeling like I didn't belong, I began to attach more and more of my worth to my GPA, my career, and the prospect of making a lot of money. My goal, without knowing it, was to prove to everyone that I was valuable based on how much money I could make. After I graduated, I moved to Dallas and arrived burdened with sin. I was struggling with my secret addiction to porn more than ever, and my self-worth and goals were squarely centered around my new career. While I carefully maintained an appearance of success and confidence on the outside, I was isolating in plain sight. In reality, I was drowning and no one knew. However, even though I was far from well, being part of a church was still something I wanted. I quickly heard about Watermark, became a member, and joined a men's community group. I'd never seen men truly live authentically with one another, and the impact these new relationships had on my heart was deeply profound. After several months of being in community, and through the encouragement of everything I was hearing from the stage, I started to understand that I wasn't alone in my sin struggle. Following this realization, I confessed my secret addiction to pornography for the first time, and was lovingly encouraged to check out Regeneration. But, even though I was, I was met with nothing but love, grace, and patience as I confessed and became more fully known, I was adamant I didn't want to go to Regen. After all, I'm not that bad, I told myself. I didn't think the sins I was struggling with were big enough to need the time, energy, and effort that Regen required. Now, I did eventually make it up here on a Monday night, even though I will admit I was half-tricked into showing up in the first place. But despite my reluctance and discomfort at the idea of going through Regen, it quickly became clear this was where I needed to be. For so many years, I tried to manage sin my own way and by my own strength. But I began to realize that my way was hopeless. It hadn't ever worked, and ultimately it never would. I thank God for this realization because it allowed me to commit early on in groundwork 
that I would really go all in with Regen rather than just checking the boxes of being here, even if it was uncomfortable, even if it was hard. As I began to work through the 12 steps, I learned to take each day as one 24-hour period at a time as I focused on fully depending on and submitting to Christ. In steps one through three, admit, believe, and trust, I grew in my understanding of my brokenness and my daily need for dependence on him. In steps four and five, inventory and confession, I understood more of what walking in the light looked like as I found the promises of James 5.16 to be true. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And in steps six through 12, I learned how to respond to my sin and the sin of others in a way consistent with God's word and his character as I abided with Christ. To be clear, walking through the steps was hard, and the commitment to full obedience and biblical instruction I made in groundwork was tested many times. This most notably occurred as I initially came to Regen, believing I was really only here to work on my pornography problem. However, over time it became clear that I also needed to confess other sin in my life, namely that my lustful desires had also led me to engage in inappropriate physical relationships. I had come to accept that I struggled with porn and needed help, but my desire for control left me with the intention to take my other sexual sin to the grave. I struggled with the lie that confessing these inappropriate relationships risked too much damage to what others thought of me, and I was worried that addressing that sin would result in me having to face serious, real-life consequences. But Romans 5.8 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for all my sins, not only those I had grown comfortable enough to talk about. As God opened the eyes of my heart to fully believe this truth, I was able to confess the sin that I swore I never would, because no matter what happened, it wouldn't change how he saw me or the worth he's given me in Christ. Psalm 1830 says that this God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Confessing this last 2% wasn't easy, but the freedom and peace I found as a result of full surrender to the Lord are a direct testament that his ways are always best for us. As anyone who's been through region will tell you, this process will not make your life instantly perfect or devoid of sin. Many years removed from being a participant, I can still fall short and miss the mark. However, I'm no longer stuck in the destructive cycle of my sin that was characterized by looking for my self-worth and achievements in my career, regularly indulging in lustful desires to medicate the pain that came from my misplaced self-worth, and relying on control to maintain people's views of myself. Through the grace and power of Christ alone, I have instead learned to live in full surrender and a closely abiding relationship with him. Out of that relationship, all my other relationships, my view of myself, and my response to my sin has changed. Where I used to search for purpose and acceptance in my career, I'm now able to see my job as just one more way that I can glorify the Lord rather than myself. There is a deep peace that comes from not seeking to find purpose in the things of the world that are fleeting and temporary. I also embrace being fully known by my wife and other believers as we pursue Christ together. And I now regularly have the sincere privilege of coaching groups of men going through the steps that encourage me with how they're pursuing Christ daily themselves. I know that living fully in the light is God's provision of kindness for me, and surrendering to this truth has freed me from the exhausting and endless efforts to manage and hide my sin from others. In closing, if I could challenge and encourage you with one thing, it would be to choose tonight to go all in with God's provision for healing and freedom through complete confession. 
even if you're scared or nervous, even if it doesn't make, completely make sense to you right now, God's word is true. He can be trusted, he loves you, and his will is always the best for us. My name is Tripp, I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from lust, control, and fear of man, and to God be all the glory.